0: Go.
1: Merry Christmas and welcome to another edition of Louder Than Sound. I would like to, in honor of today being a special Christmas show, I would like to kick things off with some uh, renowned Christmas lyrics. Ah, You ready, Vic? Sure. Here we go. Tie up your boots, jump off the ladder, pack up your clothes, nothing's the matter. Mistletoe hangs up in the bedroom, your sister's bangs, she cut them herself. (laughs) Santa is here, sleigh bells are ringing, 21 elves, they are all singing. Kmart is closed, so is the bakery. Everyone's at home watching TV. Santa Claus is coming, hear the banjo strumming. <laughs> Just some uh, lyrical quotations from oh, that Christmas yeah. classic, Come on, Let's Boogie to the Elf Dance by Sufjan Stevens. On today's very special Christmas episode of Louder Than Sound, we're taking a look at Stevens' 2006 box set, songs for christmas
0: welcome to everyone's favorite show louder than sound our first and only question for the contestants is what's louder than sound theoretical noise particulates from the 15th dimension what's louder than sound uh, nothing alex because of course this is a theoretical question what's louder than sound What is two brothers who are mostly similar, but sometimes dissimilar taste in music, asking each other to listen to and absorb some of their favorite music albums based on idiosyncratic themes that they likewise force each other to consider? That's louder than sound. Merry Christmas, everybody. From Louder Than Sound, I'm Jake, and with me is my
1: brother Charlie. Hey, everybody! Merry Christmas! Happy holidays! And we're talking about we're talking
0: about holiday music. That's our theme for today. It was last week, and it is today, which of course is Christmas Day. We hope you're just gathered around your um, campfire on Netflix, listening to this very digital version of a of a digital medium, the old podcast. So, uh, we're here to talk about holiday music. Which, uh, to me, is the absolutely number one signifier that Christmas is coming before Halloween. That's what I think when I hear Christmas <laughs> music.
1: Uh-huh.
0: uh Ah, Chaz, are you sipping on your harvest-themed pumpkin spice latte when you first hear jingle bells, or have you already switched to peppermint?
1: <laughs> I think I'm still in like the summer. You know, I'm still drinking. You like or cold, cold iced tea?
0: <laughs> You're like sweet sweet tea or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Does it make yeah, you like feel
1: Arnold, Arnold Palmer or something? Oh, know.
0: that sounds great. Uh, does it make you feel better that your kids are screaming jingle bells now that there's only two and a half months until the big day?
1: They get mad at me every time I come home from the grocery store without buying eggnog. Yeah. You children, stop singing that song! <laughs> uh,
0: has Mariah Carey shown up at your house to sell you a bespoke single of All I Want for Christmas is You? Yes! Is she there right now?
1: I sent her out. Oh. I told her to leave.
0: So close. You were like, hey. Politely so but firmly. You're like, Mariah, me. Mariah, Mariah, I got a podcast Raya, to do. Mariah,
1: Mariah, Are you Mariah. Like getting ready a Christmas special or something? Mariah. Do you have something
0: to do? Mariah, don't you have a pile of money to swim around in or something? <laughs> uh, Christmas music generally goes against my borderline Generation X sensibilities in that it's just such a commercial sham all the way around. But, like a normal person of any age, I am tickled and nostalgic in spite of myself when I hear those sleigh bells jingling. Um, it just can't be before Halloween. It just can't, but it, yet it is. I know it is. Don't go to Costco before Halloween, everybody. It's a problem. Um, because it's, no, it's nothing sacred? The answer is no. As a music therapist, I understand the connection between music and emotion, and there's really nothing more potent than the sweet, sweet concoction of some combination of childhood, presence, church, pine, sugar, and, of course, music. If I can manage to keep the holiday music out of my sphere until after Thanksgiving, then I really do enjoy giving into that nostalgia and holiday cheer. I think what's interesting about the album that you picked, which is Sufjan Stevens' Songs for Christmas, is that it's a rare recent example, along with the aforementioned Mariah Carey, friend of the podcast, (laughs) and a handful of others, of beloved Christmas music that's come out after, say, like 1970. It's not generally a young person's game, Chaz, but you're nope. a borderline millennial by birth year, if not in spirit. <laughs> so why don't you take it from here and talk a little bit about our friend, Sufyan?
1: I like that you get to be the borderline Gen Xer and I get to be the borderline. I know.
0: We're a whole two years apart. We're
1: two years apart, yes. yes. <laughs> really, neither one of us belongs to... We're the, no. right, right in the crack of the cushions between I know. Gen X and I know. millennial. And don't really belong to either one.
0: That's no, okay. we don't. <laughs> That's all right. We, we're our own generation.
1: That's right. With a louder than sound generation. That's us. Boom. Everyone covered, call us that now, from now on. Hey, so let's <laughs> talk about Sufyan Stevens, who is not much older than us, by the way. Um, and, and first of all, just talk about him and where he came up. Now, I first became aware of this guy in college when everyone first became aware of him. And uh, he was a total indie rock heartthrob, chick. Oh, baby. He's a handsome man.
0: Okay? He is a very handsome man.
1: And uh, I think I first probably heard about him because all the cool art girls in college loved. him. I, mean, I was an art major, and uh, and all the cool art girls loved him, and you know, heartthrob. Liked him. He's a heartthrob.
0: Yeah, he's a very sincere, and, uh, uh, enthusiastic person too. Which oh helps.
1: yes, and other than that, it's just what I was next going to say is oh, yeah. is this kind of a I think a thing, a thing of note of the and the music coming through in different you know time periods again. And I think the mid two thousands were a time when we came off of some of the nineties irony. You know, irony mm. is just so prevalent in everything in the 90s music. And uh, Sufjan Stevens, like a lot of other musicians, he's, he's earnest, he's heartfelt, he's unironic. Uh, I, I'm referring to him as twee-adjacent. I would not refer to him as twee, but he's twee-adjacent. He's right uh, next to
0: It's hard to touch. You would call,
1: well, it well, d- depends. It
0: depends on what we're talking about. like which Yeah, album oh yeah, some of, some
1: of his music is clearly not. But he, he may
0: have invented before. part of the twee-aesthetic, which means that you're not necessarily twee. You've done something that hasn't been done before.
1: Well, I don't know about that. I mean, there's bands like I think of like Bell and Sebastian as being like
0: more twee, and
1: they were doing stuff in like the early '90s. Well, what about like, like
0: What about like She like and her. Him? She and Him's the most twee of all, I think.
1: Oh, I don't know. I mean, they got some twee stuff going. Anyway, <laughs> they're, they're like a similar vintage to Sufjan Stevens, and also examples of solid uh, modern Christmas music.
0: Right on, right on. You're
1: right. Uh Stevens also a vocal Christian, which was notable at the time um i'm not sure if that's still true i've given a couple spins to his really recent his 2020 album the ascension and i'm not sure as of the lyrics of that album if he would still consider himself a christian he's wow. at very least grappling with things in a yeah. major way yeah in an album length way because that's a lot of what's going on there i've it's only a given a couple lessons so i don't
0: know okay yeah i haven't i haven't listened to it i mean it's, it's
1: really interesting i mean it's really to. good it's too long but it's really good okay um he really came up in with Three albums in a row in 2003, 04, and 05. those being Michigan, Seven Swans, and Illinois, particularly Come the on. two, the two on. albums the Illinois. Based, on, uh, based on states, Illinois in particular, considered by many to be the best album that came out that year and one of the for best sure. albums of the decade. Great one. Um, he's done a lot of different musical styles, but he's best known for the sounds from roughly those three albums, kind of a folk backbone, but with lots of other stuff going on. Lots of different ins- instruments. He's got kind of a, like a wall of sound of his own sometimes, mm. Jake.
0: Mm-hmm. As a call
1: out to our last episode with Phil Spector. Yeah, interesting. And a unique influence, uh, a unique re- range of influences. Um, like guys said, there's some country, there's some folk in there, there's some pop and rock.
0: Bluegrass. There's, like
1: minimalist, Bill Bluegrass, there's some minimalist stuff, sure. like Phil, uh, Phil Glass and Steve Reich Yeah. in particular. I know some stuff of that in there. Uh, and he actually started with more electronic music, his albums before those three were more electronic, but then he moved into this, and he actually went into electronic again later on.
0: He did. Another thing now?
1: I find notable about Sufjan Stevens and some other musicians from the time—it seemed to be kind of a trend in the early to mid two thousands. One that I really enjoyed was uh this like large vocabulary, these story songs, wordplay very verbose. Mm. He's a very verbose singer,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and. Uh, in the lyrical style, reminded me of other artists, all of which you are to some level familiar with. Um, the Decemberists being the clearest example. Yeah. But also Andrew Bird's right in there, Joanna Newsom, and the Fiery Furnaces. Yes. Um, and I would say obvious, some obvious musical similarities between all of them, except for the Fiery Furnaces as well, with more of an acoustic aesthetic. Um, no synths, none of that's going on. Fox, the Fleet foxes up. came oh, no. in
0: around this time too I could see
1: them yeah musically like, they were kind of pastoral
0: them.
1: it was yeah. more like uh um, of bands like that
0: i mean Sufyan and the decemberists had this like kind of historical thing going on where they would yes, talk about exactly yes they would sing about things whether they were real or not that sounded like history yes like past past things right
1: and so jake i got a multiple choice question for oh boy,
0: for you. this is great
1: And it's going to be based on those five bands we've talked, five musicians we've talked about. So Sufjan Stevens, yep, the Decemberists, great, Andrew Bird, love it, Joanna Newsom, also good, and Fiery Furnaces.
0: Not my not my bag, but I'm in.
1: I know. I know. It's all right. I'm here. And I've come up with some uh, song titles. These are actual song titles from (laughs) one of those five musicians. Oh no! (laughs) You're going to do your best to guess. Who released oh, these yeah. and this you okay. a feel for that that verbose just really yeah lurid, dense very it's so dense yeah it's right. acad-
0: it's practically academic
1: oh yes absolutely and there's a lot of I mean several of them Andrew Bird and Fiery instance, there's a lot of wordplay in their music as well but right. just as like Pundiced love affair things. with words yeah right yeah. alright so I'm gonna start with a really easy one here Jake I know you're gonna get this one oh no alright actual song title The Mariner's Revenge Song
0: the Mariner's Revenge song is the Decemberis.
1: Absolutely. Well done. Well All right. done. Thank you, All right.
0: thank you, thank you, thank you. I hope we're I didn't a little, screw really, the easy one. That's good. Okay. We're gonna
1: start earlier, we're gonna start easier and get harder as we go on. Okay. Alright, next up. All good naysayers, speak up or forever hold your peace.
0: Uh that's Sufjan.
1: That is a Sufjan. Well okay. done. Thank you, thank you, thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank
1: you. Very
0: verbose. <laughs> I should talk about it more. That would make uh. it more of a verbose. <laughs>
1: Fake Palindromes.
0: Oh, that's an Andrew Bird song.
1: Yes, well done, well done. All right. All right, we're going to hear to now. Yeah, there's a couple of these I'm
0: not going to know. I know. Next
1: level. Oh, yeah, you won't know this next one. It's okay. Chief Inspector Blanche Flower.
0: That sounds extremely fiery furnaces to me.
1: Oh, well done. Oh,
0: oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. That one felt a little
1: more like December's to me, but...
0: I just, my tongue was in my cheek, and I was winking while I was saying it uh, the whole time.
1: (laughs) Inflammatory writ.
0: Well, I haven't chosen Joanna Newsom. I don't know, but I'll say it's her.
1: It is. I didn't realize I put all five like them in a row without repeat. There are repeat repetitions. In a okay. Moment, right. Yes, you got right. nice ball. Well, well done. Just, five yeah, in a row. I'm
0: playing the game at least.
1: Woo, you are. You're rocking it. Okay. okay. We have three more to go here. All
0: okay.
1: Right. The Legionnaires' Lament.
0: That is the Decemberists.
1: Jake, you're yeah. on fire, man! Man, I was so listening impressed. to so
0: I was listening to so much music during this time. I I guess. Yeah, I, uh, I got it.
1: All right, next up, a candy maker's knife in my handbag.
0: A candy maker's knife in my handbag. That sounds to me like the fiery furnaces.
1: Jake, oh my goodness! <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> I'm so impressed. Oh yeah. We we're gonna end things with with a uh, an easy one. Okay, it's okay. The Black Hawk War, or how to demolish an entire civilization and still feel good about yourself <laughs> in the morning, or we apologize for <laughs> the inconvenience, but you're going to have to leave now. Or I have fought the big uh-huh. knives and will continue to fight them until they are off our lands.
0: Okay, well point. I can almost name the track off of Come On Feel the Illinois. That's a Sufjan Stevens song. Jake Wow, a hundred percent. Plus. Oh uh, man, I better go play the lottery. That was that felt great. Yeah, good. That was Yeah, well give done. me a blog in the done. mid-2000s. I'm ready, baby.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Sweet. I, should have, I took out a couple of harder ones because my, at my wife's advice. I should have left them in. I don't oh, I'll where leave were, them in. Right, I'd, I'd throw them out now, but I don't remember what they were. It's
0: okay. I think it's funny how, like, um, even though those are all verbose, I mean, we've said it a thousand times yeah. right now. But like each one of those names sound, you know, sounds to me like you can almost just pick the band based on the names of the songs, even if you well, don't and know. Well, that's the what
1: song. I was kind of thinking because they're they're not they don't they're not going to the same types of lyrics. You know, it's like December no. December, you know, they're not, not. They're not imitators of century, each other. century. Andrew Bird is a little more modern, but it's yeah, it's a lot of he's got a lot of more of the wordplay and a lot of more. It's yeah, more he's, like a, he's a pun more personal bass. down home. Yeah, a lot yeah. of puns and stuff. Joanna knew some some of her songs. She did not have a, as good of song titles as. But she's got some pretty long, epic story songs <laughs> yes, as well. Yeah, she
0: does.
1: And the fiery furnaces are just out there in their own little corner of the universe. Yeah,
0: yeah. be in the fiery furnaces.
1: Be in the fiery furnaces, just firing around.
0: <laughs> going around the furnace.
1: Just going around the furnace. Uh, another notable thing about Supi and Steven, so that's lyrically what he had going on. And he's doing all these songs about, you know, states in particular, what he's best known for, but that was really only two albums. But he's also known for him being a remarkable multi-instrumentalist. Mm-hmm. And so Jake this is a list these are actually taken from the uh, the credits of Christmas or songs for Christmas of different instruments that he played on this album. Wonderful. So let's start with actual instruments. He's credited to a lot of things. Okay. Here's the actual instruments he's credited to.
0: Okay.
1: Electric guitar, acoustic guitar, vocals, banjo, drums, recorders, reverb, backing vocals, sleigh bells, glockenspiel,
0: mm-hmm.
1: electric organ, electric keyboard. Piano, Bells, Oboe, Bass, Tambourine, Flute, Shakers, Hammond Organ, roads, and a Weird Synthesizer Sound.
0: (laughs) Oh, is that all?
1: (laughs) He is also credited in the liner notes with the following Christmassy non-instrument items. Okay. Stocking stuffers, mistletoe, gold, (laughs) frankincense, myrrh, eggnog, mashed potatoes and gravy, chestnuts roasting in an open fire, (laughs) piggy pudding, and cranberry sauce.
0: Oh, my gosh. What a funny he guy. Also,
1: he is also in the learning notes credited with the following uh, abstract concepts. uh uh-huh. That creepy Christmas feeling. Mm. Bravado. Sad feelings. Nostalgia. Positive feedback. Negative feedback. <laughs> Christmas cheer. Loneliness. Irony. Tidings of comfort and joy. And apologies.
0: Boy, that guy had a lot on his mind, I think. <laughs>
1: Especially when he was credited he really when writing when he was writing up the liner notes. Anyway, he had a lot yeah, of
0: he mind. really did. Wow, he must have had <laughs> he probably some. Had a, he probably had some eggnog egg before he did that. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and the hard kind, you
0: know. Oh yeah,
1: oh yeah. So, songs for Christmas was actually five EPs, and the first it was it came out as a box set in two thousand six. But the first four of them came out very very limited before that, in that they were. Released, he, he recorded them one at a time around Christmas season and gave them out for friends and family. Mm-hmm. So they were just originally just burnt CDs. So his five EPs released between 2001 and 2006. He skipped 2004, uh, apparently because he was so busy recording Illinois that he did not feel like he could handle it. Because
0: he had written 6,000 songs that year? <laughs>
1: Gosh, this guy like, is literally? Literally? Yeah. Oh jeez! you forgot I mean, like you left out you tracks left, on that you left out prolific another full like 18 track release the Avalanche that and came there out.
0: was more oh. there was like a second Avalanche basically um that they that he didn't put out that's insane man Whew.
1: dang uh, so he didn't release one in 2004 but otherwise they were just originally recorded as Christmas gifts for friends and family so they're just cool eight track home recordings. Involving whoever was around or whoever he could pull in. So it was like his brother plays on one of them and different friends. And like, you know, somebody's over visiting him and he makes them record something quick. Uh, The first one's recorded really quick. I think the first one's recorded in less than a week, you know. Just him alone doing this stuff. Um, And according to the liner notes, he apparently recorded them because he was a Scrooge. Mm. Just like me. Mm -hmm. Just like me. Mm -hmm. He wanted to try to figure this out and capture this Christmas. The creepy Christmas feeling, he called it in the liner notes. Scrooge on Steven's who John Stevens exactly boom and then he ended up kind of like liking it so it kind of started as just one little EP and then he kind of kept doing it and he eventually did 10 of them and uh, to my knowledge he stopped after 10 so there is a second box set called uh, Christmas or no Silver and Gold but we're not into that today (sighs) who cares but this thing was eventually released in 2006 it's a pretty sweet package shake I want you to know this originally released as a 5 CD 5 EP EP CD you know Five-CD box set with a 40-page booklet with essays, short stories, lyrics, and guitar tabs. Comes with a two-sided poster and stickers. And it is, Jake, to this day, $25 for the CD version. Wow.
0: I should get Otherwise, it, finally. Otherwise,
1: you can get the vinyl version for 65 Yeah. For 5 yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure that, that would be Yeah,
0: that, that's cool. I so mean, for, pretty good, you for something you're going to definitely listen to each year, it might be, that might oh, be... Oh, yeah. Good, oh, yeah. That's not bad.
1: So... With that, you're going to tell us a little about what you thought about this. I was surprised to learn that this is not something you already owned. I assumed that you had owned it. But yeah, you everybody
0: don't. everybody that knows me thinks I have this, but I don't.
1: Yeah. Well, I can't imagine why not. I don't, hopefully I, change. I don't know. I can't I can't even
0: imagine. It's not, it's not a mind-changing. I just never got
1: it. Yeah, that's all. So, I'm I'm guessing that you will that you enjoyed this overall. Yep. Like the gentle feel and Stevens has an impeccable knack for song arrangement. Mm, like it I think sure he needs to be recognized how good he is at arranging his music. Yes. And uh, and the classics that, that appear on this as well. And so I think you enjoyed that. I'm gonna guess that you were a little bit annoyed by his sillier originals <laughs> and more uh, and more tweety moments that got oh, a, little, yeah. a little bit grating to you.
0: Okay.
1: Um, I also am guessing that this was a lot of music to digest as quickly as it was asked of you to digest yeah. it. I know I'd asked you to uh, to break it up into the five EP. On, a- on Apple Music, at least, it, it puts it as like two CDs. like right. It's like two discs. And They're both like an hour long. It's it a split, lot.
0: Of... It splits one of the EPs in two across the Oh, mix. does it? Yeah, it does.
1: Okay. I didn't even know that. And so yeah. I'd asked you to, to listen to them as five discrete releases. Because they do actually, there's a progression there and they kind of go together. But I think overall you liked it. And so I'm, I'm guessing you gave it a 1.5. Okay.
0: Okay. All right. Chaz, I feel like we're on the we're you know because it's Christmas or it's not, but we're pretending it is right now. I feel like we're really having a connection right now. You said like a lot of the things that I was going to say. Chaz, cheers. You know we cheers. know each other well. We do. We I do. Hope so we've had. It's only
1: been thirty-eight years. That we've
0: I know. Been. <laughs> well, but it's only been like three since we started podcasting and actually talking that's to true. each other um, as adults. <laughs> that's true. Uh, so I'll just uh, you know. Nevertheless, I broke my yearly promise that my kids know me best for, beyond giving them life and caring for them on a daily basis, which is that I do not listen to Christmas music until after Thanksgiving in my house. Um, I get a lot of dirty looks, you know, come come November 1st, and uh, James, I think that's all he knows about me, is that I do not listen to Christmas music. Um, so that's my, that's my grinchy little part here. That's my... Uh, that's my part of this. Um, I
1: feel... is 14, by the way, everyone. He, he should know more about
0: he <laughs> Well, he's, he thir- he's 13. So maybe, 13, maybe 13 when he never. turns 14. Uh, uh, yeah, that's a whole other story. Um, I, uh, I feel bad for Thanksgiving in general um, as a holiday. <laughs> and more than that, I'm a music therapist. And in a typical year that's not COVID related, I sing roughly 1,000 Christmas songs each December. Um, and so I did my best to consider the EP order of Sufjan's uh, Christmas songs here, and obviously there's a lot to like and even love on this vast collection. Um, let's just say though that uh, "Get Behind Me, Santa" is a terrific pun, but just okay as a song. <laughs> and that and that goes that goes to your point about how I probably got um, a little annoyed with the the you know tongue-in-cheek originals, which I did. It's like we don't. I'm not saying we don't need them. Um, it's kind of a smorgasbord, and that's fine. Uh, But those were not my favorites. Um, Those
1: might be like the uh, the sweet potatoes with marshmallows on them, you know, at Thanksgiving uh, dinner.
0: That's disgusting, though. I can't. And you're like, some people
1: really like them, and you're like, vaguely. Interested and curious, but you know, I mean, may not. I don't know. No, I'm, I'm maybe not. metaphors are metaphors are already breaking down. <laughs> you know, you it. Just, <laughs> Just let's <laughs> drink that
0: one from the record. Let's pretend that never happened.
1: I tried and failed.
0: Uh, how about eggnog with the real eggs in it, like the raw eggs in it? That's you know, that like will get you drunk. But it's I made that gross. a
1: couple times, but I curled the eggs every time, which was unfortunate.
0: Yeah, too bad, too bad. um uh, I'll I do lean towards the more melancholy versions on mm-hmm. this collection. Um, the sillier toss-offs don't do that much for me. Uh, much like my vast preference for um, Sufjan's Carrie and Lowell, uh, which is one of my favorite Sufjan albums. Over yeah. his latest, you know, um, like his most recent album, I haven't given a true listen to, but I, I'm way into Carrie and Lowell. So um, I, I just I just like my Sufjan deadly serious and emotive rather than kind of like out there and <laughs> depressed.
1: wild, it's like super depressed. Yeah, Can Talk, talking us, about
0: Sufjan? talking about his suicidal mom. You know, that's where yeah. I, that's where I'm at with yeah. him um similarly i prefer the sacred or religious uh covers the hymns and the standards on um, this christmas collection um i think Sufyan's christianity and the things he has to say about his experience with it are endlessly fascinating even though i feel like he wants everyone to stop asking him about it almost as much as his abandoned 50 states album project <laughs> um, and i i don't think he i don't think he should have made two of those 50 states if he had just made one I think he'd be off the hook, and no one would ever yeah. ask him again. But he made two, and that he gave himself the kiss of death. You know, he only has a to blame.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: anyway, his take on the on the sacred classics are very nice and hit that melancholic sweet spot for me, despite having nothing to do with my childhood. Um, and that's not a small trick, because nearly all of my most revered Christmas albums are the ones I listened to or heard on the radio as a kid. We're talking like the Roaches' Christmas album. John Denver and the Muppets, you know, um, all that 40s Christmas music, Burl Ives, like everything. That the ones we, that
1: got played in our in our house a lot when we were kids. Yeah,
0: and, and the stuff that you heard on the radio or like yeah. on um, all those Christmas, the five Christmas specials everyone watched in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, um, But there's definitely room in the Christmas canon for some Sufjan, who I really do love at times. Like, uh, Come on, Feel the Illinois is, was something that you and I bonded over uh, yeah. We discovered it separately, but I was living in Chicago when that came out, and it was like everyone in like everyone in Illinois, like all the indie kids. Oh, they yeah, were, sure. They were well,
1: I was, I was in Milwaukee themselves. at the time, which is right. not that far, you know, it's an hour from Illinois.
0: No, and certainly a similar aesthetic, you know, Chicago mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, uh, you know, I root for him, uh, Sufjan, and I follow his career with interest, even if I don't always like what he does, but that's okay. Um, I think he's a very, very, very smart you know, intelligent guy, and I and I always am interested in his career. Um, my wife Brooke and I have enjoyed this Christmas album together, despite not ever having owned it. And just for the record, I don't know why I don't own it i just don't (laughs) it just never it never happened you know christmas music and especially now with like apple music and stuff like that like you don't need to own christmas albums necessarily Mm -hmm. we do own some but i just don't own this
1: 25 biggies and then you can appreciate it one ep at a time there
0: it is that's what i need some big some big daddies it's not a bad idea um i appreciate the later eps on this collection more than the earlier Mm -hmm. ones they're more mature And Mm -hmm. I will always marvel at his fecundity as a recording musician during the mid, early to mid 2000s. I mean, did he just like take all of his meals in the studio at some point and never (laughs) stop recording? Like, did someone just bring him food and he's like, yeah, I'll just eat in between takes. Like he recorded like a thousand songs one of those years. It's insane. And so many of them originals. It's nuts. Um, So I don't think this is exactly a criticism, but I think... Um, it's almost too on the nose as a recent Christmas classic. Um, you know, like how many indie slash folk slash cool dudes and dudettes would not pick this as their favorite Christmas album ever? It was almost not not that it was fair like, enough. That wasn't the intention, but it was almost manufactured as like the recent indie Christmas favorite. Like, let's get that out there. Um, even though I like it, the him I, and
1: him, she and him. She and him's the only yeah, one that given give them
0: a good call. Night. And yeah, and to my mind, that's way more twee than even this is. Yeah, oh yeah, I like the whole origin story is so indie DIY. You know, I just made it for yeah. my friends, and then it caught on, and I put it out, and all this stuff. So um, I, I know it's not really a criticism. i'm This is my Grinchy. This is my Grinchy. You can part. be
1: so pretentious when talking about people you think are pretentious. I want you to know that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a great point, and I'm going to forget that you said that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, let's be self aware about it. I am pretentious about pretension, (laughs) Uh, but you know, it's as I as I've said in the past, like it's it's hard to make a Christmas classic in the last twenty or so years. Like it just it doesn't it doesn't happen um, very much. Um, I also think it's probably going to sound kind of increasingly dated, you know, musically um mm. like even, even they all do even come on feel the illinois though kind of sounds dated to me not yeah i don't know like what a what a recent person would think of that it sounded so fresh and new at the time like there was really yeah. nothing like it um, so i don't necessarily have misgivings about it i just think it's interesting to learn how much like quote of the time music that came out in my mid-twenties has started to sound, you know, we're getting like 15, getting old. 17, 20 years <laughs> ago. For those of you at home,
1: ago, I want everyone to know that in three days after this podcast goes live, Jake mm-hmm. is turning 40, mm-hmm. he's going to be 40, <laughs> so uh, he's not, he's not a younger anymore. Nope,
0: and um, 15 years is, uh, you know, kind of a long time ago, right. I guess, so that's And when the first EP in this collection is
1: almost, is almost 20 years old, so that's Right, no-
0: right. So, I realize I'm now being the Grinch, I guess. I don't have that many complaints. <laughs> and as background music during December, it can't be argued with that, uh, with too much. So, I'll put it on again before the 25th, you know, from this date before then. Good. For sure, we'll put it on again. That's a promise. Good. And so, I give it a solid 2.0 out of 5.0. Oh, man. And Bah Humbug. That's all I got to say.
1: Right. <laughs> well, thank you for that, Uh you like went out of your way to make fun of people who thought this was their favorite Christmas album because yep. you know it's manufactured or something. But this is my favorite Christmas album. Jack That's why sure.
0: I didn't. I wasn't making fun. <laughs> I was just, you know, I was pretensing the pretension with my own pretension.
1: Go. So I, I really like. Uh, yeah, This is my favorite Christmas album. This is the one we listen to the most. My okay. wife loves it. One too. My yeah. kids don't care it's Christmas music so they'll listen to whatever doesn't it is doesn't matter right um I like that it's broken up into the five EPs it's nice bite-sized chunks yeah because you got the, the CD long, you got the
0: CD version so you I can, got the CD
1: version yep, yep. when you throw it, it on was, it doesn't
0: just play through
1: no it was only CD for a long time they I, I want to say they really didn't release it on record until five or ten years afterwards
0: hmm. or something I'll have to think about that
1: yeah uh, the longest is only 35 minutes long, which okay. actually is technically longer than A Christmas Gift, the last L we reviewed, That's by amazing. the
0: way. <laughs> That's amazing. And again,
1: Stevens <laughs> did once release, uh, he called it an EP, but it was an hour long.
0: And that was the the all, silver and gold one, right? All delighted,
1: all, no, All Delighted People is an EP. Not oh, not Christmas
0: Relay. Oh, 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 gotcha, 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 yeah.
1: It, he, called it, he released it as an EP, but it was one hour long.
0: It was an LP, long player, <laughs> come on.
1: A double LP, in fact.
0: <laughs> a double LP.
1: Um, otherwise, except for number five Which is over, this is about 35 All the rest of them are under 25 minutes so They're nice little bite-sized chunks You listen yes. to one or two of them in a row And you feel good about it yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: um, yeah. It starts out pretty lo-fi The first one in particular is pretty lo-fi You can hear more of the crackle on there And it gets a little out of key and stuff Out of tune But it gets more sophisticated as it goes To the point where the fifth one Feels like it could have been released as a mini-album On its own, honestly um, There are 42 songs in this bad boy Only three songs are actually repeated Those songs being Holy, 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 Hmm. Lo, How a Rose Air Blooming, and O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, which he actually does three times in the collection. Um, A different piece. Um, I like it. I think it's fun and unpretentious. Stevens really is great. His arrangements, I think, are just unbeatable, what he brings in with the different instrumentation, and I think it's incredible. Um, I like his honest Christianity and the feel for both sides of the holiday the reverent religious origins of the holiday as well as the goofy more modern commercial aspects he brings both of those in in a big way yes he does um what's probably missing is that middle ground of the like santa classics he's clearly only Mm. doing uh doing uh public domain tunes i didn't think
0: about that okay
1: and so it's public domain tunes and it's his own compositions and and there's nothing in between um so that's interesting that may feel like the complete picture and I can't without looking at I can't remember if silver and gold picks up any of those it might Uh, the classics are almost universally good hard to pick any favorites so many good ones Um, he's got some nice more obscure choices things like low howl rose air blooming brand torch Jeanette Isabel or the friendly beasts some like hymns that you know I did not even really heard of a couple of them the orange originals there are some really good ones they are a little uneven and some are really are a little too goofy. Uh, here's a sample of some titles of some of his originals that are a little too goofy. We've got, That Was the Worst Christmas Ever. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Check. Hey guys,
1: it's Christmas time. Check. Did I make you cry on Christmas? Well, you deserved it. Check. Get Me High Me, Santa.
0: Oh, great pun.
1: Christmas in July. And of course, Come On, Let's Boogie to the Elf Dance.
0: Right, right. Probably the worst offender. The, the but lot. some
1: are some of the songs are really fantastic and could have been on his normal albums, particularly in Volume Five, uh, which was actually that one wasn't recorded. The other ones are recorded in like November, December. Uh, the fifth one was recorded in June, specifically to be on the box set. Okay. Um, so songs like "Only at Christmas Time." Jupiter Winter, Star of Wonder, and Sister Winter in particular. You want some melancholy Christmas music, Jake? Yeah. You listen to Sister Winter. I dare
0: I did actually listen to Sister Winter okay. Winter in particular and I and I did enjoy yeah, that. I yes.
1: like that one a lot. Yeah, good original. It, good one. It's a sad one, yeah. It's it's down there. But the, that's a particular favorite of mine and yep. definitely good enough to be on one of his elms. Totally. And uh and overall I think it's a great collection. I enjoy listening to it. Okay. So, I'm giving that bad boy a 3.
0: Oh, big 3.
1: And a reminder to folks at home, we work on a negative 5 to 5 scale.
0: Yeah. So we're not going to get into the negatives three. very much here. Uh, well,
1: it's because we're talking about albums we like. That's true. we got negative.
0: Did we do a negative
1: yeah. one? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think you did for Cluster. I think you gave Cluster a negative one, didn't you?
0: Maybe. I don't remember. It doesn't I don't remember. It really doesn't matter. Yeah.
1: Anyway, Jake, next yeah. episode will be hitting us on January 1st yeah. of 2021, yeah. a day that has not happened during the awful year that is 2020.
0: Oh, let's get I'll, into I'll 2021. And yeah, next time doing. next time on Louder Than Sound, we're doing a fun new theme uh, with the turning of the pages of the calendar and the year. This has been the longest year ever that I can remember with the most horrible, just uh, 12 years <laughs> distressing things that have happened um uh, we are turning to a fun new theme which is um uh, music that hit us super hard in 2020 and that can be albums that were were made in 2020 that can be albums uh that were made before 2020 that uh you know came to us in 2020 um and this will all but come they're up.
1: they're new to us isn't they're
0: they? new or to us yeah or, or you know have not, maybe maybe if we had, aware we had heard it before maybe but You know, it just, it it did something for us in 2020. Um, So I will be hosting the next episode, and my album will be one from 2020, and that will be Kahil El-Zabar's America the Beautiful, a freak-out jazz album that just did it right for me. And so I'm excited to talk about that, and I'm excited for you to listen to it. And I'm excited (coughs) to say Merry Christmas on the day that Christmas happens, which is December 25th.
1: Merry Christmas, ladies and gentlemen, and happy birthday to Jake wow. three days before he turns forty. Because he's dude. an old man and he's forty. That's me. And that's it for louder than sound. We'll talk to you next time.
0: Bye.